Anne. I'm Missy. Welcome to Book Booze Friends. We're two chicks drink booze and talk book boyfriends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Book Booze Friends. Um, two chicks drink booze, talking book boyfriends. Hi. <laughs> you can't see Missy. Sorry. She's just looking at her hair. <laughs> you know, she's so beautiful, which it is beautiful. She just got her hair done yes. the other day. So and did I. So did you. I love that color, by the way. I'm fully purple now. She yes. is blue and green. Yes. Showing okay. our personalities. Right. So today. What are we reading? We are here to talk about Storm by Karen Cole. Um, so Storm was her debut. Oh, yeah. That's what it said in the blurb, which I found really interesting. I, huh. didn't, I didn't know that going in. Um, but before I get too far into like telling you a little bit about the book itself, what are we drinking? Today, my friends, we are drinking strawberry coladas with vodka. <laughs> it's a, like a weird mouthful. Yeah, but... it's a weird mouthful, but I mean, it's actually pretty decent. Um, you know, we found these strawberry colada mixtures, you know, pre-made, and we just added Why not? absolute to it because why the hell not, right? There you go. So hopefully you guys are drinking some amazing as well. You know, we had plenty of options through this. We could have had red wine. We could have had beer, shots, but we're in a girl. Person. Yeah. <laughs> today's, in a, today's in a fifty-wee mood. So <laughs> like she has to drive. I have stuff to do. There's yeah. no way we're doing shots. Right. So if you want to do shots, go for it. We won't, yeah. we won't judge. Not at all. Um. So let's get into it. Like I said, Storm by Karen Cole. Mm-hmm. It was her debut novel. That um, I didn't know. Yeah, but say, like I said, I, d- um, I did not know that until I was reading the blurb, kind of like, okay, what's this about again? Mm-hmm. Let me remind myself. Mm-hmm. And it said, like, it was like one of the first lines, and maybe she's updated it, mm-hmm. potentially, um, to show that it's her debut novel. And essentially, we have our two main characters. You have Storm Valentine, and then Evie. I think, yeah, I don't think it ever said her I last said, name. I don't think I ever, Mm-hmm. We're getting our last episode. So you have Storm no. and Evie, and what essentially happens is Evie's on the way to a work conference, and Snowstorm comes up. She gets in a car accident. Storm happens to be driving behind her. He saves her. Really interesting first meeting, I think, because of that whole thing, which we'll come back to, I'm sure. And essentially what happens from here is forced proximity, which right. is actually one of my favorite things right. about romance novels sometimes, um, simply because... You know, it always makes it extra spicy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so they're forced together because they're stranded. He gets in a car accident as well. So they're stranded in his truck, which is yeah. how they turn it on its side a little bit. Yeah. And then eventually they're rescued. But after this whole experience, they have this connection, indelible connection that Evie fights. He does a little bit as well, but he's much more open to trying something with her. However, she is dating somebody else. Yeah, she's in a long-term relationship with her high school sweetheart. Yeah, and so pretty much the basis of the book is they have the car accidents, they're together. Then when they separate, there's this connection that they're trying to deny, but not trying to deny. Right. Push and pull and everything. She's more of the like, no, no, I'm with somebody, even though, yes, I'm attracted to you, but no, I'm not allowing myself to be that person. Yeah, there's a lot of I'm not a cheater. Um, you know what I'm saying? Ultimately, at the end, they get together. They do get course. together. Um, so not only that, though, but this is the book one of a six book series. And then there are the two spinoffs. Yes. Technically. 
Torn and Tied. Yeah, I was going to say, I know one of them is called Torn. The other Torn one and Tied. So, also, I did check last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read one book from this particular series. It's Talon. Yes. Because, but you actually see Talon yeah, in but, this book. But so you see all of them. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember reading Talon because I read the, um, where I was trying to remember which one it was. Right. And it's Talon because it's a fake relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other one I read was not a part of the series, but it's Torn. Mm-hmm. It's um, Asher's. No, Tide is one, and then Torn's the other one. But it's Ash. You learn more about Asher. No, but it's it's not Asher's book though. No, it's not. But Asher's in that book. Yeah, no, but it's yeah. not. Yeah, like I'm saying, like it's. I think it was Torn. It was the first one because it's. I think Storm Daughter. How can it be Storm's daughter? Because Hold on, let me pull back up. Storm's. I might be getting like the names mixed up in a lot of people. Alright, I'm looking this up, so we got a little bit of dead air at the moment. Yeah, because um, like um you meet the whole Ashes and Ember not. crew in this book. Which is made up of um brothers and um cousins. Are ashes and embers. It doesn't say her name, of course. Let me I'm trying to see if I can get to show her name is Kinsey. Um mm-hmm. I don't I don't I just remember I think something I'm trying to be very non specific on purpose for anybody that wants to read the right. entire series. Something happens, I think, with Evie. I know I've read this book because it's about Torin and Kinsey, and it's an age gap, because I remember reading it. But I, like I said, I can't quite remember. So we'll come back to that later. Yeah. I'll probably look it up and maybe try at the end to tell you, but I definitely read Town and I've read Torn. Yeah. Um, okay. So, real quick, I did check. I, I paused our previous recording, um, and I got my characters mixed up. That was the issue. Torn. Is about Asher's daughter. There we go. There you That's go. the connection. I knew that it was all connected. I just couldn't remember because it's been long enough since I've read it. I just remember that that one's an age gap. So, okay. Now the real reason we're here. Storm. Yes. So, is he a book boyfriend? And if so, why do you say that he is or why he isn't even? I think he is in a sense because um, Evie is in a rut. She's in a comfort zone, and Storm basically is showing her that she needs to push her limits. You know, he's in the background. I mean, when they first meet, she knows nothing about him. She thinks he's like, she called him Sasquatch. He must say, it's very attractive, too, for him. Yeah, so she called him a Sasquatch. Um, because he has long hair, he's inked, he's buff, he's built. She knows absolutely nothing about him. Yes, she's he's spent, a strange guy. Yeah, she spent three help. days with him. They, you know, in those unusual circumstances, connected very well, right? And then when she gets back to her normal life and he gets back to his normal life, she sees him on the television. And then she's like, it's like oh. the whole realization of, holy shit, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, that, oh my God, excuse me, I'm meeting, you know, and everyone's like, oh my God, that's who, you know, he's trashing you. Yeah. 
And then, so to me, I think he is innocent because, you know, he's so used to in his life being um, a child of a famous couple Mm -hmm. and then being famous in their area by themselves Mm -hmm. that he has all these walls up and he doesn't trust very easily at all. Um, And so to me, with him being able to shatter those walls in three days, like he did for Evie, and then knowing that she has all these, not really walls, but roadblocks, Mm -hmm. because she's like, she's flawed. Very flawed. She's flawed. And so she has all these roadblocks, you know, cement barriers, saying, oh, no, 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 I'm in my little wall, my little home, I'm, I'm in a fortress. And he basically, within three days, and then it's what, you get the thing of three days, and then it, it happens before Christmas, and then from what, Christmas up until three months after New Year's mm-hmm. is the roughly the book, yeah. the book time frame. And so within that very short amount of time, he tears down everything she's ever thought about herself, everything that she's ever known, and opened herself up to new experiences, new things, and she blossoms by the end of the book. So to me, he's the cause of it. He's a catalyst to get her on that thing. I would agree with that. Um, I think ultimately because of how he acts with Evie, as well as with her cat. Because, like, you, I know in your notes, put the thing about, you know, Storm saves his dog. We won't tell you how he saves him. Just know that he saved his life. Yes. Um, So that kind of makes him, I mean, anything that involves an animal and a guy showing his hero, heck yeah. Like, I feel like that's just an ultimate shoot. Ultimate. But, uh, like, with Evie, she has a deaf cat. Yes. Named Halo. 18 years old. Yes. And the cat doesn't like her boyfriend, which I think is super cool. I know, right? Always telling when the animal doesn't like the other um but storm when he meets halo is very careful about you know is this okay like can i do this which again i think is super telling right and i think anytime i mean this is in real life too if somebody how they re how they interact and react to animals can be really telling i'm not saying anybody that doesn't like animals cannot be that way right because there's valid reasons that people don't like animals. oh yeah but in general especially when we're talking about romance i think that can be super telling, which is probably on purpose, let's be real. Right. Um, but I do think that Storm, just because of what he's trying to do for Evie and with Evie. Correct. Really kind of seals that deal. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we know that he is a book boyfriend. We've established that. Mm-hmm. Now, what did we love about the book? I actually love the interaction between Storm and his family and how even though they're a famous family, how, they don't act famous. No, they're very humble. Down they're very earth. down to earth. They're very close knit. You know what I'm saying? That like they will literally drop anything to be with their family member in case of something. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and how Evie that's what she searches for. Because she doesn't have it. Because she doesn't have it. Her, her parents died when she was a teenager. Yeah. And so, you know, she doesn't have that. She has a best friend who she gets that from. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't have that. 
So to me, um, I enjoy the relationship between Evie and Storm and then Evie with all of Storm's family. And then, of course, you know, Evie's relationship with Nico, which is Storm's dog, and then Halo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then how you keep seeing, and I loved how you were seeing Evie, like, step a toe out, but then bring it back in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I do enjoy how, like, a book will probably do early later on, the non-outcast, how Tijin talks about anxiety and stuff like that. Well, you also get that with Evie. It makes it a bit more mainstream. Do you know what I'm saying? You get that with Evie, too. It's not used as just yeah. a mechanism. Correct. To, for, like, to push it forward. Like, no, right. Like, she actually explores it, which I did appreciate yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Because it makes it more real. Yeah. Well, I mean, in my notes, you know, this book was actually published in 2014. So, I mean, it's so it's not, yeah, it's not a recent, oh, mental health, everyone has to talk about it. Yeah. You know, this was probably out of the norm mm-hmm. in 2014. So what about you? Um, what do so you like? Kind of like you, I really enjoyed the family dynamic, especially as they start to get more serious and Evie starts to move towards finally taking that step to take control of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, how like. His mom. Oh, Aria. Kind of steps in and is like, so I think you'd be perfect for this. And is very upfront about, you know, your relationship with him has nothing to do with this. I would just really appreciate I think it'd be worth it, essentially, for you to take that leap. And I also kind of feel like that was part of the catalyst. Yeah. That really forced, I mean, she'd already at that point been thinking, this needs to happen. I want this to happen. How do I make it happen? But I think that job offer from Aria really pushed it because then she's like well I don't need to rely on Michael which is the boyfriend and I don't need to rely on this job that I have that I absolutely hate because this job is better I can work from home and have more flexibility it's like you know opening her eyes to she doesn't have to be just an aunt right within the whole nest or whatever like she can kind of step out on her own right. and fly and all of that fun stuff um to think if I had like another specific example, but I don't really. <laughs> okay, so then what did you dislike about the book? So, because I think we might be on the same page on this one. So for me, this is this is why when we get to the recommendation question, I'm going to have the answer that I have. Um, the cheating aspect really bothered me. Like, oh well, then that's completely different than what I think. Well, there, there's an, there's another. Okay. Okay. The, the biggest thing for me is the whole cheating storyline. I, I get why she wrote it. I think she wrote it very well. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't, like, you read some ears, like, holy shit. Like, right. really? Like, what the fuck? Like, right. I didn't have that. I mean, I had, like, a few moments where I was just kind of like, okay, like, can I read this? And I'll be honest, like, so I do not read cheating books mm-hmm. at all. Like, any sort of mention of cheating, even if it's, like, off page or whatever, I don't like. Like, it's just, I know that I don't like it. So I was very uncomfortable reading this, even though nothing technically ever happens. I mean, there's like the few things that are kind of well. I mean, there questionable, is, but you know what I mean. Well, like, I mean, there is 100% cheating in the book. Oh yeah, 100% cheating oh, yeah. in the no, book. No, but like but, I'm talking about with cheating. Correct. That's that's the angle that I'm taking. Okay. Um. So like, even though technically nothing happens. Okay. So here's my caveat. I'm going to give away a big thing. 
You can tell, though, if you pay attention. I already figured it out before it happened. The boyfriend totally cheated. Oh, 100%. Like, totally cheated. That doesn't bother me because he's with his scumbag. So, like, whatever. Like, I I 100% expected that to happen. Like, I went in. As soon as, like, I met him and we kind of saw the interaction, I was like, home dog is totally going somewhere else. Yeah. Um, Well, and then not only that, though, but, I mean, the whole time, the way he was. The she, way he acts towards her, like, yeah. it's like for a reader. That she's it's like. one of those dramatic irony yeah. moments where, like, we can look and tell, like, oh, my God, what, like, he's a fucking asshole. Why are you still, like, he treats you so badly. Right? Like, okay, literally, she is in a blizzard. And he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. So. I mean, okay, ladies and men. People. Say if there's a man. Listening, right? Ladies, men, people, whoever. I mean. I can put up with a lot of crap. But if you don't give a shit. But I mean, if you don't give a shit that. that I had that, a car accident and then I got in a second car accident. Yeah. And then I'm stuck in a truck for three days with and, a stranger. And you hadn't heard from me in issues. 72 hours. We got issues. Hello. Her best friend cared more. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So. so sorry. So. Continue. Tangent, but continue. The, anyway. So. Continue. The hinted at cheating on Storm and Evie's side. Yes. Okay. Um, I can see that. I think that's just because I have my own personal hangups about cheating, mm-hmm. um, just because of personal experiences, which is why I don't like to read cheating books. Like okay. I'm very like if, like I said, if I know there's cheating on the part of the hero or the heroine or even like an implied, kind mm-hmm. of like what happened, like I, I don't want to read it. Um, so for me, that was actually really difficult to handle. Um, obviously, I pushed through and I finished, and I ended up enjoying the book for the most part, in spite of that. But I could just just left me feeling really scuzzy. Um, and then the second thing, as much as I appreciated Evie's characterization, I really didn't like her at the start. Right? Okay. Shoot. Like, okay. 100%, I remember sitting there going, if I didn't have to read this <laughs> for this particular episode, I probably wouldn't finish it. <laughs> just because I got so annoyed. Oh, how funny. You know, so, like, I read it the first time. I actually looked back to see when I did, and it was March 2020. Huh, that's a big year. Right, it's been a year. And so when I'm rereading it, I'm like, dang, are you kidding me with this? Grab a pair. Well, and that's exactly Do you know what I'm like, saying? Like, I get her neuroses, and yes. that's why I say, like, I kind of appreciate how she's characterized, because I can, to a point, relate. Yes. I think everyone. Everyone can. I think every, everyone. Every person can. Yeah. But... Some of her stuff is just kind of like, you know, I mean, so there comes a point when, come on, girl. I know. So, like, <laughs> even, you know, she finally makes it home after the storm, right? And, excuse me, she ends up sicker than a freaking dog. And her boyfriend. And her boyfriend still takes like her. Off. Well, yeah, he's still completely off. He takes her to the doctor to get drugs. And then leaves her. But then leaves her to go back to, to his mistress. Well, yeah, but you don't know. Oh, yeah, but say he's going you to. You're going to work. He's going. But, he has to go to another totally, city to go to work. Like, that was at the point that I was like, "Something's going on." My husband. Something's going on. Unless he had a damn good reason, right? Like, if you hear rustling, by the way, that's my cat yeah. in the background. But like, unless he has like a damn good work reason, right? Home dog better be sitting right. in his house, yeah, helping me out. Then <laughs> you know, you read a couple of um, pages later, and then here comes Storm breaks into her house, and he brings her, brings stuff. her, brings her, um, brings Halo a toy that he can see because it blinks. Yeah. 
brings her soup, takes care Karen, of her. He says, I'm you staying, know. you're not going to get rid of me. Exactly. Even when she's a bitch to him. Exactly. And that was... And so my thing is with her, you know, I get all these cement roadblocks. I get why you're that way, mm-hmm. you know, because. She's clinging onto the past. And yeah. What that means for her. You know, and I get that. But like her best time, friend even tells her, sure, she's like, talk. dude, you have this amazing person who's interested. interested in you. But if you're still with Michael, then he still wants to be your friend. Yeah. He still wants to be your friend. He just wants to be a part of your life. Which I think is super telling. That's what I'm saying. You know, and so here she is. She keeps like fighting it, but she's 100% attracted to him. No, you can't, you know, her boyfriend, unbeknownst to all of us, Michael, he isn't even there for Christmas. He leaves her for Christmas. Okay. Okay. So. Michael leaves her at home alone for Christmas. I mean, really? Your job isn't that important. You know, unless you're security forces, you're a cop, you're a nurse, a doctor. Frontline worker. Yeah. You know, even some gas stations because they have to be open for mm-hmm. emergency vehicles, you know. Or even grocery stores. Exactly. Um, so, with this instance, she goes home with Storm. And she sees his amazing family, his grand, his parents, his aunt, his uncle. But even though she's experiencing this amazing time, she's still like, no, uh-uh, this isn't who I am. You know, so to me, I didn't really like her throughout half the book. But she grew me in the last half, only yeah. when she was like, this is it. When like, she wakes up. But exactly. And I think, when honestly, light like, bulb. Like what you're saying, she was like that push and pull. Like, and this is something that for me as a writer, I also struggle with. I think every writer to a point struggles with. Like, you want that push and pull mm-hmm. of will they, won't they? Mm-hmm. I can, I can't. Like, you know, the back and forth because it adds that tension that eventually continues to grow. Right. But I do think with Evie, it kind of got to just a little bit too much point. Yeah. And I don't know if maybe we're the only two people that think that. I don't know. Maybe. And maybe, maybe that's okay. I mean, yeah, and. So I don't know, like, exactly how other people feel about it, but... Let us know. But, like, I definitely feel like it was just this side of too much. Yeah. Like, I think it worked because of her, like, neuroses yeah. and, like, the issues that she had. But, like you said, I mean, there comes a point where it's like... Shit or get off the pot. Exactly. Like, okay, we, we got it. Yeah. You're really struggling. I totally get that, too. Yeah. Like, I will obsess about stuff. See, yeah, you do. <laughs> like one hundred percent. Like I will fixate yeah. and obsess. Like, and I know that about myself. Yeah. But I also get to the point where I'm just like, fuck it, right? And then I, I'm done. Right. Like that's it. But Evie's not like that. And I mean, like, and that's the beauty I think of just writing in general and people in general and reading in general. Everybody's different. Exactly. You so two people can read the exact same thing and, and have get... two completely different exactly, about it, which I think we've noticed with some of the books. Oh yeah. We've read. Right. Okay. So would you recommend this to people? Okay. So. I am 50-50 on whether I'd recommend it. As far as the writing and the plot, like, story structure in general, mm-hmm. 100%. I think it's very well written. I think it's a fantastic novel overall. However, here's the other 50%. If you're like me and you're not a fan of cheating, even cheating that doesn't technically happen, I think we can argue the point on that. 
kind of like where Evie made her whole claim about even though it didn't physically happen, emotionally it did. Mm-hmm. I still think that counts. So if you have any sort of qualms about cheating, I would personally say probably not for you. Okay. But see, like, as everyone knows, I don't have any triggers. Yeah. So to me, even though you would consider it cheating, and I guess in essence it was kind of cheating, you know, like, especially, say, after the New Year's Eve, the New Year's Eve gig mm-hmm. that everyone yeah, was at. That one, 100%. Right? That one finally kind of crossed the line. But, but with the thing that happened after the closet thing, you know, when Storm was so furious at her blowing up because, I mean, yeah, something physical happened between them. But, um, but unbeknownst to all of us, you're thinking it, but unbeknownst to all of us, she wasn't even in a relationship. I mean, she still was, but she wasn't. But to me. she would already in her mind broken up. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. So, but to me, I would recommend this book to somebody, um, minus your triggers, you know, but he's not, like, Storm isn't a complete tool. No, he's, he's not. He's actually a really good guy throughout mm-hmm. the whole entire book. I'd agree with the that. The only time he is a tool is after the concert. But say with the whole Michael thing, which I kind of understand. No, I'm talking oh, about but, after. Oh, yeah, no, that too. Yeah. There's only one whole time he becomes a complete tool, and it's that scene, right? Yeah. And Evie actually says, well, that does hurt. He yep. goes, but, but then she even realizes but I can't really say anything because, you know, um, but I would recommend this book to people who want to maybe try, um, a rock star, you know, because it has aspect of rock star in it. It also has aspect of friends to lovers. Mm -hmm. It also has aspects of, um, you know, well, not aspects is one hundred percent because it's book one of a series, and then the spinoff series. You know, you can learn so much. You get to maintain this whole that family. Connection. You know what I'm saying? And then each person is in each other's. Like all the people you meet in this book, you actually see in the subsequent books, which is kind of cool to see because everyone likes to know what happens to your favorite characters. Yeah, exactly. Like you always you want know. to follow up the bonus epilogue, exactly, or whatever. Exactly. Okay, so before we sign off, just let you know if you hear any weird noises, it's my cat. I'm having to growl her. Um, she's making a lot of noise. So, then I have a question for you really quick. Okay. So, how would you rate Storm? Mm-hmm. On our um, booze boyfriend scale? Probably, like, in that seven-ish range. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's mainly because it's very well written. Mm-hmm. I 100% enjoyed the story. It's just it's, cheating for me. Like that that's really like it's a, it's just a really hard thing for me to it's a, do. it's a hard sell. Yeah, like it's a really hard it's sell. A hard and sell. like I said, like I mean I'm glad I finished the book. Like I ended up enjoying it, especially mm-hmm. the last half. Right. Um but like I said, I mean if I didn't have to read it for this and then I came across that storyline, I would have been like, Yeah, that's you know what? I think I'm just gonna not today. Simply because that's for me that's a pretty hard line. See and to me, you know, I thought it worked really well within the story. Oh, yeah, no. Like, I mean, it, it 100%. You know, like, it wasn't one of those that it wasn't was just thrown in there. Forced it wasn't down to give you that shock. Yeah, that shock and off factor. Yeah. That shock and crap factor. 
not sucking off, sucking crap. Um, me, I would basically say the same thing about Storm. I'd give me about seven and a half. Well, obviously, like I told you when I was um, writing down my notes, um, I said, I texted her that night and like, Storm is the ultimate boyfriend. He saves Miko's life. Yeah, Hands down. Like, <laughs> Hands down. He is it. You know? Um, but yeah. So to me, he's a seven and a half. Seven and a half. I think he, you know, he props her up. He um, is a family man. He takes care of business. He, you know, he doesn't put on airs. He is what he is. Yep. You know? And that's pretty hot. Okay. Okay. What's so, up? Next time. Yes. We have a special episode. Yes. We are going to be, instead of talking about one specific book, we're actually going to be talking about our favorite tropes. So we each pick or are going to be picking five tropes that we really enjoy reading in romance novels. Mm -hmm. And we're going to discuss them. We will probably have some examples. Let's see. Um, but we're really excited to share this with you. Just we thought it'd be something kind of fun, like what do we enjoy reading about romance, and then maybe hopefully hearing from you. Um, so there we go. That's it. You'll have our next episode two weeks from now. And thank you so much for joining. We really appreciate everybody that listens to us. Um, we'd love to hear from you at our email, which is the same as what our title is, book booze friends at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear what you love, what you hate, what you would love to hear us talk about. And we will catch you later. Thank you.